0: Hello again, Cigen UK podcast. Thought I'd start off a little bit low key. I'm feeling chilled out. Matt, are you feeling chilled? Uh, yeah, you're not loose this week. I'm loose. I'm just chilled loose, like <laughs> you know, like you know, like a, an ice cube that's melted loose. I'm, I'm liquid. I see. Yeah, Great. Uh, Emma, you're back. You've been allowed back. How's that feel?
1: Yeah, I'm very happy to be allowed back. I'm ready to let loose with the lads as well. Fully <laughs> oh, prepared. Amazing.
0: Are you feeling cool like an ice cube or loose like a melted ice cube? Or maybe somewhere in between?
1: I think I'm going to go melted ice cube right now. Yeah. There go. Still very a bit good, warm. Very
0: good. Maybe by the end of this we'll have warmed up. We'll start evaporating into people's ears like great audio gas. Um, wow. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's. Let, we've got a few things to talk about this week. Um, we've seen a couple of films, played a bit of a game. But first, we're going to kick off with the Annapurna interactive stream that they did last night which i was looking forward to because very rare i'm not going to say they never miss because you know everyone misses you can't you can't be 100% but i don't think there's a more consistent publisher out there for me anyway than Annapurna. i tend to be interested in whatever they're doing and we're going to talk about a few of their games not everything they showed off last night but a couple of new games couple of updates on games and we're going to start with the artful escape which is a game i think was it a year or two ago they showed a trailer off i think they revealed it about four years ago Mm -hmm. um it's a musical adventure game it's quite abstract still don't really know what the gameplay is like from any of the
2: trailers it sort (laughs) of looks like what i'd imagine if you mixed the flight of the concords with the mighty boosh and made a side-scrolling video game out of them that's what it looks like to me, it's more yeah. It reminds me of like almost
0: like if Terry Gilliam had made mm-hmm. like a a Pink Floyd concept album animated <laughs> film with a bit of Beatles as well. Like I don't know, it's pressing a lot of buttons to me, and I'm very excited by it. If you haven't watched the trailer for the Artful Escape, do it because it's just just to look at and listen to it's just unbelievable. And yeah, it's out September 9th, which is a lot sooner than I was expecting. I'd kind of like I said the last trailer they showed. I was like blown, I was like, I want to play this game. And then I've kind of forgotten about it for a long time. And they reminded me yesterday, I was like, I forgot this is one of my most anticipated games. And yeah, I really can't play. Most anticipated that you've forgotten. Exactly. Like, (laughs) I I was pleasantly surprised to be reminded of it. Um, What do you think you do
2: in it? Is it like a platformer, do you think? I I don't know. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of kind of like, I like the animation that it's got, because it's almost got that... Slightly reminded you used to watch Angela Anaconda when you were a kid.
3: Yes. <laughs> oh,
1: my god!
2: You know, the kind of, like, because they were made out of um, sort of, like, cutouts out of magazines, weren't they? I'm sure, like, mm-hmm. like, they weren't actual cutouts from magazines. But, you know, that kind of slightly stiff limb sort of approach, mm-hmm. as if they're kind of, like, pinned into cardboard backgrounds? Like, he moves a bit like that. And I kind of like the idea of, like, that's probably... Quite good for the animation, for like really exaggerated platforming sections, which I think would be really nice. I assume it being Anna Perner, it wouldn't be like a hardcore sort of platformer. They tend to like a little no. bit more approachability to it. um I just hope that it's got like lots of nice kind of music-related puzzles, a bit like a segment of um it takes two, which I won't necessarily point mm-hmm. out where it is because we're still not far enough out for spoilers. Yeah, but um, I'm kind of hoping bad.
0: for a bit of a bit of a sayonara wild hearts kind of you're playing for an album but that game is actually kind of challenging well not challenging well, it gets a little challenging at times like it yeah. isn't a casual game necessarily mm-hmm. I'm, i think maybe a more casual version of that i'm just really into it and it's on game pass xbox and pc
2: it looks slightly and, uh more like Oxenfree than i expected it to because there's obviously there was those mm-hmm. um speech bubbles that reminded me a lot of kind of like um who develops Oxygen Free? What are those guys called? Uh, after Party. No, that's their other. No, game, no, no. That,
0: that's the other. That's the other. Hold on.
2: Night, night.
0: It's night. night Dio, something.
2: Not, not, is it night? Dive oh, No. Everyone's, night. Everyone everyone's screaming. Oh god! They're really good at what they do, though. After Party is made by Night School Studio. Night that's School. That's
0: it. Lots of different words combining there to make something. But mm. yeah, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It kind of had a bit of that. I, yeah, and only what. Five, six weeks away now, which is really good. They didn't show off exactly. Same with uh twelve minutes, which they didn't actually show any of in depth at all last night, but that's out in two weeks, and I've been looking forward to that for ages as well, and that's game pass as well, I think. Twelfth of August, I think, roughly around around then. Um yeah, can't wait for that. Um Then we had Neon White, which I remember when again when this was first revealed, I was like, This is odd. And then Especially odd when you think it's the guy who made Donut County. It couldn't be too different from that. Like it's like. I mean, it's very different from that. It's that's like, what I mean. Like it couldn't be much more different. More different. Yeah. I used wrong words <laughs> there, which is a problem when you're speaking on a podcast. You want to use the right words. I've not actually played Donut County.
1: Um, Neither have I.
0: But I know it's meant to be very pleasant, very nice, family-friendly, like casual game. Whereas this looks very. Like, that was even what the trailer was, wasn't it? The narrator was the dev basically going, this is edgy. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know... I mean, he was saying that,
2: like, I I think the interesting thing that I found about that is I didn't realise it's a speed-running game. Like, the whole concept of it is a Mm -hmm. speed-running shooter, that your guns are on a deck of cards that you pick up as you work through these very, very small... Like, that level they showed off was very, very small, to the point Mm -hmm. that, like, his speed run time on it was eight seconds it literally was like a curve that you went round mm-hmm. um but like you obviously your weapons can be either fired like an uzi or a shotgun or something like that but you can discard them as in like discarding a card and turn it into a um a traversal power up so like I can't remember what they were. There was but... a
0: ground pound one, there was a double jump yeah, one. Yeah, like let's yeah. say
2: you've got an Uzi, you can discard the Uzi and it makes you double jump. So it's all about chaining kind of like the, your kills mm-hmm. and your movement together, which I kind of like that, along with the slightly Paradise Killer art style, I think That's does exactly a lot That's exactly what it reminded
0: me. me of, yeah. And it's also got like a dating sim element to it. It seems a mm-hmm. bit... It's got a lot going on there. I'm just, yeah, I'm intrigued by it. I don't know if it's the sort of game I'll play for half an hour, go, I get this, and then stop. I don't, like, yeah, there's something about it that's not quite clicking with me. Mm. I don't know. Are you all interested in this one, Emma?
1: Yeah, I think I want to try it out. I like the idea that it's all based on, like, cards. I think that's pretty cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And with anything, like, speedrunning, you want to, like, plan... All your moves ahead of time right so you can get the best time so mm-hmm. it sounds like quite strategic which is quite cool and yeah the gameplay is really interesting so far like obviously that's like the best case scenario of you knowing your game and then like ace in a level um but mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm i definitely want to try it for sure
2: i'm fascinated mm-hmm. by that if it's got a deck building element to it or where the cards yeah. are kind of randomized because if there's a deck building element to it let you say emma that idea of like the strategy of i know exactly what order i need my deck to be in and i build a deck that way so it's like i know that when i start the level i'll have immediately the gun that i need that in a second's time i need to discard because it'll help me leap over kind of like a chasm or something like that i'm not sure if there is that to it because i'm sure i saw him but maybe there's different rules
0: for different levels and stuff but i'm sure he was picking up cards as he was going at one point, so oh, you need to pick on the cards to build randomly. your
2: deck overall, right? It might be that yeah. you play the campaign through once and that helps you collect your cards mm-hmm. and that then space, you go back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued but I'll give it a go. Um, yeah, yet to be fully convinced, but I think it's definitely one of those that probably feels very good when you're mm-hmm. playing it. And as the trailer showed, probably looks very good when someone really good is playing it. Whereas I'll probably do it really slowly and stop and just do little jumps and try and shoot people slowly. Uh, <laughs> we'll just briefly talk about uh, no code if you don't know about no code they've made two incredible games observation and stories untold which they kind of claimed you know they never went into those games trying to make horror games although i think they're both very much horror <laughs> games which is i want to know what they thought they were making but Especially very good games as well the is what first
2: section of uh, stories untold yeah. is a it's straight up horror yeah. yeah
0: yeah if you haven't played stories untold yeah it's just don't read They'll don't read much about either of those games just trust me they're both like eight or nine out of ten games and you should play them they're probably quite cheap and they're only a few hours long each so i'd definitely do that um they basically i yeah, didn't say a lot they just said they're making their new game it's coming and it's they're going for a horror game this time so who knows what we're going to expect but i'm just looking forward to that really um another one which i know matt in particular i don't know emery you a cat person or a dog person, or neither. We know you're not a whale person.
1: I'm definitely not a whale person, yeah. Um, I like animals, but I have allergies, so I kind of just uh, admire them from afar.
0: Okay, <laughs> so yeah. are you interested in Stray, then? Because you'll get to play a digital animal who will not make you sneeze everywhere.
1: Yeah, I'm very happy about not sneezing. But yeah, I think Stray looks really cool. Like, I definitely want to play as a cat with, like, a little TV on my back. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? I know Matt, this is I'm you I know you're a big cat man, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, Quite literally
2: you, wearing a T shirt today with a cat in a space yeah. helmet. Oh, there Home we go. Brands. I've seen it. Yeah. I can confirm <laughs> this. He is not lying. Um
0: I remember, yeah, the original trailer for this game. Uh was like everyone was like, It's a cat game, we're in. I did not expect this to be what that game is that you're actually playing as the cat with yeah, like a almost like a, you have a telepathic connection to a robot who can
2: attack things for you. So I'm, I'm just very into mm-hmm. it now, and it looked beautiful. Yeah, it's a, a higher-budget kind of Annapurna game than I expected. Obviously, I think Annapurna kind of has like quite a good range of going from mm-hmm. very small-scale kind of 2D things um, up to, I guess, things like Ashen, which is a Dark Souls <laughs> game, um, yeah. and, and it runs the gamut in between, right? Whereas this kind of looks closer to that higher end of annapurna budget it's a lot like those environments look a lot more like not necessarily expansive but kind of detailed than i expected them to be there's a lot of sort of you know when you have to they show a section where the cat has to get across kind of like a flooded sort of section there's lots of kind of bits and pieces Hmm. that you're kind of jumping on and Then meeting lots of different NPCs that have got, like, they've got that, um, like, robots that have got TVs for heads so they can show you what they're they're kind of thinking. There
0: seems no humans. I kind of like that. Yeah, I was a bit worried. It was one of those games where you're, like, hiding for a thing, everyone's out to get you. I kind of like that. All the robots kind of, well, there's obviously some things, I don't know what they are trying to get you, but yeah, there's, you used have nice friendly moments of like playing music with a man. and You
2: want friendly moments snuggle. with a cat, if don't you're you? a cat,
0: exactly. You don't want to, and I also want to know like how do they handle the game over screen? Because no one wants to see a cat die over and over again. Like how are they doing that? Like,
2: I don't know. So that's the thing. Yeah. I'm not a dog person, so I never mind. You know, like people don't get on very well with The Last of Us mm-hmm. when like the dogs die. It doesn't bother me because I don't really like dogs all that much. Um, yeah. cats though. You actively go out looking for dogs, don't you? Yeah, wow.
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm awful. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> yeah.
1: the cat like start off injured as well, I think in the trailer? It's like limping along.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I think I think I saw that. I've only watched it once, I'm not going to lie. But I did uh, towards the end of the trailer, I was like, okay, you, you've shown me a lot here. I kind of would have liked some of that kept a bit secret, I think. I don't know. There's probably a lot more to the game that we haven't seen yet, but I'm in, I think they said early 2022. Yeah, so, I think That
2: one's PlayStation and PC, not Xbox. So they're all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah, that one seems to have been pushed back a bit. I think when, because it, it was originally announced as part of the Sony presentation, wasn't it? A while back. Um And that was, I think, was supposed to be 2021. So I think it's been pushed back a little, but that is fine. We can wait for, mm-hmm. for the cat.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Now here's one that I know a lot, a lot of people are very excited. Joe's not on the podcast today, so he can't speak about it, but the Outer Wilds Echoes of the Eye expansion is coming. Did you play Outer Wilds at all, Emma?
1: I haven't played it, actually, so I'm kind of intrigued. Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a game... It's one of those games that I definitely recommend everyone plays because it's just unique. Like, I don't think there is... Very rarely do you get a game come along that I think there is not a lot like it and that is definitely one of those um i think me and matt are on a similar page we both really appreciate it think it's like i think it's a very very clever thing i just didn't have the most fun playing it it's not i like a bit more
2: direction in my game so i think me and matt are on the same page there yeah i I could have i just found that it it does a reasonable job with kind of giving you a set of things to work towards and that computer system Mm -hmm. is quite good um i perhaps i'm a little bit too thick for it <laughs> oh I wouldn't say that, no no
0: i mean i wouldn't say that. i might think that i wouldn't say that yeah um, <laughs> no, no. um but yeah i'm gonna joe isn't here so i'm just gonna say if joe was here he'd probably go oh it's so good i can't wait that's the sort of thing he would say you know in that sort of voice so i go <laughs> it's so good and I guarantee that's exactly what he'd be saying if he was here right now. Um, but yeah, that's uh, coming. I'm, I'm very intrigued because that is a game that has a very singular narrative you play through and a very definite end, it mm-hmm. felt. So I'm very interested to see how this expansion works. Yeah. They it also said... After or well, they said that it
2: is it's folded into the game. It's not yeah. a separate kind of entity. It's not a standalone or anything like that. So I guess... I suppose if you know how to play that game, you can you do it in 20 minutes? Is that the idea? Like, you don't pull things from run to run. I mean,
0: yeah, I haven't looked too much. I assumed, yeah, if you added it, you
2: could just do it in one run.
0: Actually, I don't know, because there might be things you have to... Or you just have to know where to go. I can't quite
2: remember. Yeah, it's been too long since I played it. But I guess kind of like, if you know that game well enough that you finished it and you know quite a lot of the intricacies of it, I guess it becomes quite obvious what new stuff has been added. But they were very, very kind of... Cards to the chest on what this yeah. expansion is.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. It's. I don't think I'll because, like I said, I'm. I'm not in love with that game. I appreciate it. I'll. I'll definitely watch someone play it because I'm intrigued. because mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, I just want to know what they're doing more than anything. Uh, but yeah, interested in that. The last one we're going to talk about is one that you've added to the list, Matt, which is Solar Ash, which mm-hmm. is a game that. I don't know, whenever I see it, it doesn't quite grab me. So t- tell me
2: why I should be excited by this. I mean, so firstly, it's from the Hyperlight Drifter guys, which um, I think... My reason why I like the look of Solar Ash so much is I just think it's got an absolutely stunning art style, and I think there's a kind of like an interesting of fluidity to the movement. It probably doesn't do it a huge amount of favours as it come out so close to the, the Pathless, which kind of has a similar yeah. kind so of... I, I didn't get on with the Pathless too much, so I feel like, yeah, maybe I'm just connecting those two in my head and thinking oh it's just the pathless Mm -hmm. and it's not i'm wondering if it's just a case of like some of the movement has some visual um connective tissue with the pathless but i can't imagine it being the same game um but i think the the Hyperlight drifter devs have got a very good eye for visual style and flair and i think Mm -hmm. that art style i really like that it's got colors that really pop I think at the mm. moment, like, I really like colourful games. It's why, like, Ratchet & Clank, I think, is such a great yes. showcase for yeah. kind of modern TVs and modern video games consoles. Just because, like, there's so much good use of colour and smart use of colour. I hope that Solar Ash has a bit of that because it's got a really striking colour palette. Those kind of purples mm. and oranges. Um really yeah, like that. I like colours as well. Emma, what's your favourite
0: colour at the moment?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm going to go with purple. And there's quite a bit of purple in the trailer, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of feeling it, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Solar Ash is now on your list, but maybe next week when you're not into purple, you'll go hate Solar Ash. (laughs) We'll
1: have to see who can exactly.
2: (laughs) Is there Um, one that that struck out to you, Emma? Like that that you came out of that thinking that's the one for me?
1: There's one that I'm I'm interested in, but I'm also like slightly scared about it because (laughs) it's uh it's called a memoir blue um Mm -hmm. and yeah that's definitely about respecting the sea I think if you've seen the trailer (laughs) there's there's jellyfish and all kinds of stuff I'm kind of interested in that I think it's supposed to be like quite an emotional kind of game and um I am scared of the sea but they make the sea look (laughs) so pretty in that trailer I don't know I think I'm gonna have to check it out
0: I mean, yeah, it's not it's not a VR game as far as we know, so you might be safe. Yeah. Um, So would you would you rather be in the ocean with a whale or in a room full of cats?
1: I I think I'd (laughs) still take the cats, you know, even though that's like definitely more dangerous for me. Um, Yeah, I I think I'd still take the cats. I risk Mm it.
2: (laughs) Are you like terribly allergic? When you say it's dangerous for you, like, will you collapse?
1: Um, I would like come out in like a rash and my breathing would probably go a bit funny okay yeah, yeah. yeah that's
2: okay uh, yeah, it's yeah. breathing yeah
0: we need yeah. to need to yeah, stop breathing again. is essential yeah breathing is a good thing to have that's quite uh, in your locker yeah, <laughs> yeah i i it's a good skill to have um yeah i feel like that's all we're going to talk about from annapurna i'm sorry if we didn't talk about the game that caught your eye. There was that storyteller game which looks nice. I don't know if I'll play much of it but I think there's a demo out now actually.
2: Yeah it's on Steam. Um, the concept is really cool I just don't know um, I I wonder if there's enough kind of permutations of kind of like the titles that you have to to match yeah. um, to keep it I'm interested to see what it's like.
0: I want to mm-hmm. try it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Exactly. I would recommend if you haven't watched the Annapurna stream from last night I think it's only like 25 minutes long maybe half an hour max. A lot of cool games in there and yeah, a lot of games that will be either free on Game Pass or very cheap. Like none of those games, are, I imagine, are over £15, £20. Pounds. I don't know. Stray, maybe. I don't know. Stray looks a bit higher budget, but who knows? Looking forward to those. Um, Why don't we talk about some stuff we have seen and played? Um, Me and Matt have both seen The Suicide Squad.
3: Oh.
1: Um,
0: what would you like to know about The Suicide Squad, Emma?
1: I guess the main thing I want to know is, like, do I need to should I watch anything before it should I read up on anything before it like do Absolutely I just go in completely not. fresh
0: yeah not only because oh, I'm not going down this DC uh, bad film hole again that we've found ourselves <laughs> in too many times it's not worth it because the good thing is that this film is good Oh, that's that's good. good, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is good. And I take much joy in saying a DC film is good because I do actually like DC comics. Um, But also
2: importantly, it sort of stands on it, even though it has some connective tissue with the previous confusingly named Suicide Squad. This one is called (laughs) The Suicide Squad. The last one is just called Suicide Squad. But while there is like a couple of characters that kind of, well, three characters maybe that run over... This one is very much designed that like you don't need to know anything about the concept. It sets it all up in the first ten minutes and then mm-hmm. just tells a story and finishes. Yeah. And finishes had... with a big bullet point.
0: Yeah. If uh, if you're not up to date, this is James Gunn's Suicide Squad. This is the director of The Guardians films, among many other films, but that's what it'll be most known for and is what most is most relevant to this. And it is kind of pleasantly just exactly what you expect it to be I think which is a more violent more sweary guardians film yeah. essentially and I'm I enjoyed that I got maybe it's like 2 hours 10 minutes long mm-hmm. I was maybe like I think the end drags a little but I do right. think the first like half an hour of the film is brilliant like I was having such a good time for the first 20 30 minutes so I was like this is exactly what I wanted this to be
2: and yeah
0: um in particular John Cena is just Fantastic! Like, it is who goes in so good film in that role? Expecting
2: John Cena to be the standout, especially when you've got like, like Idris Elba's in this film, a fairly well-known heavyweight. Yeah. But it is John Cena that's the kind of steals the yeah. show a little bit in this. though They
0: were the two standouts for me because they're always kind of having like throughout the film they're having this like one-upmanship. And there's one scene in particular that I know we both love that is all about that one-upmanship mm-hmm. and has a great payoff. It's just. I think it's out in. I think it's out today in cinemas.
2: Isn't I, it? Think, I think. Yeah, it's out today in cinemas, and I believe if you are one of our US listeners, it comes to HBO Max in a couple it of does. weeks. I think. Yeah. Oh, it, I, yeah. I I think it's got it an August US, date. I, I think, for the for HBO Max. Yeah. So you know, but don't yeah, get it spoiled by don't... anybody. that's
0: seen it in the cinema. <laughs> exactly. It's it's and it is an eighteen because not only do people die in this film, but they they die in in ways like they're getting blown up sliced up like you're not just yeah they're not just getting thrown off a cliff and you never see them again <laughs> it does Pretty a good graphic
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it does a very because it's got that sort of like late 70s early 80s kind of action film kind of both aesthetic and it's it never looks that grimy because obviously it's a modern day kind of superhero studio film but Like the fonts that are used and some of kind of like the locations have also got like a y kind of vibe to it. Mm -hmm. So there is that kind of old school action vibe that he's going for. Um, So, yeah, there's and it's called The Suicide Squad, right? It's literally about a team of supervillains that are sent out on missions that they are completely expendable and quite... It was one of those, you know, when it was first announced and they announced it had got like 40 characters in it and I didn't yeah. know who any of them were. Like, <laughs> there is a reason why they've got that many characters in it and it is so yeah. they can kill quite a few of them off. Yeah, I don't think that's a spoiler for anyone that people no. will die
0: in the film called The Suicide Squad. Um, I think that's and in particular, <laughs> like, I said that John Cena was great. The surprises for me was that Polka Dot Man, I thought it'd be a great little novelty for mm-hmm. a bit actually very good uh david Ma- is it david about ba- Ma- mm-hmm. i can never say his name yeah. the two but, um, dumb
2: characters in that which is polka dot man and Ratcatcher 2 were probably the yeah. two two favorites in it like, yeah genuinely this is gonna sound mad rat Catcher 2 brings so much heart to that film yeah. <laughs> it's but, a lady that, um, yeah. that has the ability that has a pet rat basically like that's her deal who dresses up yeah. like she's some sort of modern day plague doctor And yet, Mm -hmm. genuinely has a like a real sense of you say heart and kind of personality to that. I -hmm. think it's so. I went in expecting this to be dreadful because I hate I hate that first film with so much passion. I I despise it. Um, (laughs) And nothing about the trailers managed to win me over. I think partially because very very few of these characters are well known. Like you've Mm -hmm. got Harley Quinn, who's basically the only known. Sort of personality. And she's arguably
0: this. the weakest link in all of it for me. I didn't like her scenes particularly. She's
2: but... she her story runs quite separate from the rest mm. of the the film for quite a distinct thing, and I think it does feel a little bit like she's in there because she needs to be because she's so well known as a front face for um for the yeah. Suicide squad. But I think it in the same way that James Gunn did this really good thing with Guardians of the Galaxy where. Nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Like, not even big Marvel fans had read that much Guardian stuff. There weren't that many Mm. comics. And then he takes these unknown characters and really imbues them each with personality and each with character arcs and stuff like that. I think that's what James Gunn's very good at. And he does it again here. Like, these are mostly characters that you've probably not read comics in because they're all very C-tier kind of characters. And gives them all like all of them have character arcs and all of them have really distinct personalities that make them if not necessarily likable because we are talking about supervillains here that are murderers and, and bombers and mm-hmm. GBH and all of that you know they're not nice people but they all have something that's i think quite worth adding to this film and it yeah. means that because they've got personality i like the last act a lot more than you i think I think it's it's Act 2 that is its suffering point. I think that's a bit of a low. But I really like what it goes for at the end. And part of that is because the characters have been built quite well by that point. And I think because they start to bounce off each other and have kind of like um, arguments with each other, I think that works because they've been built up quite well over the you know preceding hour. So I think it does. Yeah, I really was genuinely surprised that. That I liked it so much. Yeah, and it's just nice to be back in the cinema as well in mm-hmm. a big IMAX screen. I'm
0: just, yeah. I hope people get to do that again safely. I may add that you mm-hmm. may get to do that. And we had Peter Capaldi intro to the film as well. Yeah. It's always a treat. Mm-hmm, it's always nice. You were you were overjoyed, weren't you? The Doctor kept nudging you mm-hmm. like, that, that it's Doctor Who. It's Doctor Who. It is." <laughs> I mean, he wasn't looking um,
2: like he was doing some some doctoring, but no, I would much prefer if he was doing his thick a bit thing and just walked out swore at everyone (laughs) that
0: would have been that would have been good Uh, but yeah had a good time i think people Mm -hmm. will have a good time watching this film it is a good good. film to go yeah and it is good for a cinema as well because there's lots of loud music and just it
2: looks nice and
0: it's just a fun time
2: i think there are maybe a few too many as the kids say needle drops there are i know he likes (laughs) he likes that
0: putting a noise it works better in guardians i think especially as For this, he's gone for his deep
2: cuts of here's the rock music I liked growing up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, which is, yeah. I think the thing is, it works for Guardians because it's sort of tied into the narrative that Peter Quill's obsessed with like this Mm -hmm. 80s cassette that he was given as a child, whereas there's not really the link here, so I don't think it's quite as earned. Yeah, but I liked it. Uh, Are you going to go see it,
0: Emma?
1: I want to see it, but I haven't got my second vaccine yet, Mm -hmm. so I'm like kind Mm -hmm. of. Waiting, but I get That's that very soon. Wise. So maybe after. But I love Idris Elba, mm-hmm. so I kind of just mm-hmm. wanted to see it just for him anyway. So like
0: mm-hmm. the fact He's that it's actually
1: good, yeah. good as well is great.
0: <laughs> exactly, and I didn't know a lot about his character at all going in, but he has some of the coolest like superhero or supervillain armor I've ever seen. Like his just his mask in particular is very cool. It's like a black visor with almost like gold teeth.
2: Mm-hmm. It's very cool. His guns are and, really like, cool as well. Like i have yeah. not. And this I wonder is a case of is this a James Gunn thing? Because I don't know what um, Bloodsport, who that's the character, yeah. be, is like in the comics. I've just never read anything with him in, but whether those like multi-configuration guns are something that are in the comics, or that feels quite like Peter Quill's like elemental blasters, which mm-hmm. again have got like they don't transform, but the fact that they've kind of got that slightly gadgety sort of look to them. I wonder if it's just James Gunn really fucking likes weird guns and needs to get a character in with them. Who,
0: who can blame him? His name's James Gunn, of yes, course. This he is does. true. I mean, yeah. Um, now it's Matt. You've seen another film. God, God, have you been seeing films? All the um, movies. Exactly. I mean, too many. If anything, no, I don't know about that. Um, I've Jungle seen two Cruise. Two films. <laughs> yeah, two. You've been to. The, you've 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 seen two films in a, as many weeks. You mad mm-hmm. man? Um, Jungle Cruise. When
2: does that actually come out here? I think it might be out today. Let's, think let's have it's, a look. Is it
1: today? Both that and
0: Suicide
2: Squad in the same day. And it's on oh. Disney
1: Plus as well, I think. With it that is a Disney Plus
2: premiere, isn't right. it? Right. Mm-hmm. So apparently I was, it came out on the 28th of July in France, if you're one of our French listeners that I'm not sure we even have. Oh, we definitely have at least four. Um, Bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour. Oh, wow. I not <laughs> know you can speak French. Wow.
0: <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um... This film, Matt, I, my plan with this film was, it is on is, is in cinemas, it is on Disney Premiere Access. My plan was maybe in a few months when it's just on Disney Plus and I don't have to pay any extra for it, I'll sit down and watch it. Is that... That's am I exactly on the, right the right
2: track that you should be on. Uh, it sounds all right, though, from what you saw, It's you're fine. About. It's fine. It's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. It's one of these where, so if you don't know what the premise is, is Jungle Cruise is a ride in the Disney theme parks. Um, where you get on a little boat and they take you around a jungle on a river and there's like a Mm -hmm. skipper on the front of the boat that tells you all sorts of things about what you're seeing. And there are obviously loads of animatronics of kind of like um, different animals and people in the jungle and stuff like that. Um, So Jungle Cruise is like Pirates of the Caribbean, is an interpretation of that into a movie with an actual plot. Uh, That plot is apparently the mummy... (laughs) sort of The Mummy, um, mixed with a bit of Uncharted. Um, To me, that sounds very good.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. Where's the downside? I know what one downside for me, Matt, is mm -hmm.
2: that Jack Whitehall is in this film. Jack Whitehall is in this film. So the downside to that, I just think it's quite derivative to the point that you feel like you've watched this film about eight times before. Um, That's not to say it's not fun. I just think it's just like nice. It's just nice, Mm -hmm. which is you're paying 20 quid on disney plus premier you want more than it's just nice um yeah. but it's it's got that sort of tone that you'd sit down and watch this with like your mum and dad at christmas it's got absolutely that written all over it but the basic premise is is that emily blunt is a scientist but it's set in like 1919 i think so at a time when women should not be scientists they should be at home making bread um, obviously, a disastrous. <laughs> Let's clip that out and uh, just post it as Matt's views on the world. Uh, obviously, a disastrous <laughs> viewpoint from a timeless civilised. No, we're cutting that bit out. <laughs> um, but she manages to bring like her scientific ideas into the world of science by using her brother Jack Whitehall, who is kind of this quite bumbling man that doesn't really understand any of this science, but will try and deliver it to scientific Mm -hmm. peers um emily blunt wants to go to uh into the jungle to find a flower that will cure all ills um and so goes into the jungle where she hires a boat as in the boats from the disney ride that has a skipper played by the rock Dwayne johnson of course of
0: course it all makes sense Mm -hmm. i mean there's Got to be like a minimum, like amount of fun you're having if you have Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson, yeah, they're, like they're just together. having like a back and forth. Yeah, like it's gonna, it's got to be at least good fun. I mean, I mean, I'm into it. Like I said, it's to me like a Sunday afternoon. If it's on, mm-hmm. I'll put it on, sort of thing. Yeah, um yeah. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I, I've never actually been on the Jungle Cruise. Right? I think that must be only in the US. Parts. I don't think it's, it's in, in the Paris. Everyone. one
2: No, I don't. Because yeah. I've been to Paris. I mean years ago now I was a kid, but yeah. that had got the there's the one with the massive like three decker boat that you can go around yeah, yeah. um there it's the Indiana Jones ride when I was there with the the minecarts. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, um, not actual jungle cruise.
0: What what is your favourite like let's get everyone's favourite Disney ride? Have you got a favourite Disney ride?
2: Um it used to be Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably it, probably what, still would be. I'm not into I roller coasters, so I think Haunted Mansion's very good, though, as well. I was going to
1: say Haunted Mansion, actually. Do you want my
2: Disneyland story from when I was a kid? Oh, here we go. I do actually
0: like... So I'm not... I'm just following this up. My other favourite is Thunder Mountain. I'm not a roller coaster person. That's sort of my limit. Fucking on... big Thunder
2: Mountain! It looks like it's terrifying.
0: It's not that bad. That's my limit on roller coasters. You don't go upside down or anything. Right. My, like, I don't like going upside down mm-hmm. or too quick. So I'm not doing Space Mountain or
2: anything. Right. So, it's not for me. I but, really yeah, don't it took like. About
0: the time you. Um, you i don't yeah. know got terrified at- so i really don't <laughs> like
2: roller coasters right but i think kind of like i was taken to Disney when i was seven and my mum took mm-hmm. me on the large premise of that like because there'd be something toy story turned out yeah. when i was seven they hadn't built a lot of the toy story stuff so there oh, was literally like
0: Lightyear shooting oh. one is so good no, as well.
2: they'd not got that they'd literally just got pizza planet and when i was a kid i didn't like pizza so it was all all right that is An awful, awful eating establishment. It's so (laughs) bad. (laughs) But the first ride that we went on when we got to Disneyland was the Tower of Terror, which is obviously like the haunted house thing. And Mm. the first thing they do is they par you into a lift and then they do the feeling of the lift having the floor drop below you and you all fall down the lift shaft. And that scared the life out of me so much that I just cried and cried and cried. And then they obviously put you on... (laughs) The ghost train that runs you round the house—that's not particularly that scary. I was still crying because I couldn't deal with the lift. So then they had, then my mum had to take me out and put me on the three-decker thing that goes around Big Thunder Mountain, um, just so I calmed down. Just the big steamboat. Yeah. So you spent all day on the steamboat. Spent like, (laughs) I mean, it felt like at the time I had to spend two hours on the steamboat. It was probably fifteen minutes, but.
0: I'm pretty sure the the lift bit in the Haunted Mansion is just it slowly goes down as the walls go up. Or are well, we thinking... Tower of Terror is like a... That's, that's an a extreme ride, drop,
1: it? right? Like, yeah. And it can drop any number of times and you don't know how many times it's yeah, going to drop not, until not, it happens.
0: I'm not doing that. Um, I Yeah, not for
2: me. Have you ever been to Universal in... L A. Yes, I've been to that one. Have you done the Simpsons ride? I've not done it. the Simpsons ride. I did the Harry Potter ride, which was... I didn't realise it was that. a ride. Because mm-hmm. you go into Hogwarts, and I thought it was just like you were having a tour around Hogwarts. Didn't realise yeah. it was in a crew queue for a ride. Got a little bit panicked, but when I was on it, it was fine. That tips fine, you upside yeah well almost upside down I don't down. know if you
0: go up kind of yeah it feels like you're going upside down you're it's like kind a of 60 degree back, angle
2: you. I think Yeah, that you go I, right.
0: I, I almost kicked Aragog in the face <laughs> um, but <laughs> wow. yeah that's a, the bit where, know, where the Dementors
2: turned up is quite freaky I thought yeah. they did it very very well but that was like my limit that not being able mm-hmm. to feel where my feet were and the constant <laughs> rocking backwards and forwards was a bit much <laughs>
1: yeah I felt yeah. so sick on that ride Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like I get motion sickness, and I was like, oh, this will be fine. But I like roller coasters, so it's okay. kind of weird. Um, that is weird. Yeah, but I went on that. I felt so ill afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. I, I
0: feel sorry for you, I Emma. Mean, you, you don't like the sea. You can't go near animals. You get motion sick. Bad I mean, times do you do, all what, around. what can you do? <laughs> just
1: sit at home and play games.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, not VR ones, though. No, Ugh. well,
1: it's just. If I take like travel sick pills sometimes it's fine yeah. it depends it depends on the actual game if it's like like half-life alex they had a lot of sort of like accessibility options so it was like oh mm-hmm. it's you know i can deal with this without feeling too bad if i sort of play it in i don't know like 30 minute intervals but mm-hmm. i tried playing yeah. doom vfr and there's a oh, part no. in that where you're in a lift and you like i think even would go up or down and i nearly fell over because it was just like oh the Moving in a lift with a VR headset on just doesn't make any sense to my brain. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got I got I got almost motion sick watching the Suicide Squad the other day. I'm just not used to being like especially that IMAT scene IMAX screen in cinema. I think it might be the biggest. I think I don't it's think bigger it's a, than the BFI one. Is it bigger
2: I, than the BFI one?
0: If not, it's very similar. But anyway, like that's as big a screen as you can really get. And I haven't looked at anything bigger than my T V in almost two years. <laughs> like there's a particular spinning shot. Near the start, where they kind of weave between those characters, I just had to look away for a few seconds. Like, if I if I keep look at this, I'm gonna. Like, I was just
2: starting to feel dizzy. I don't really think weird. that auditorium's big enough for that screen. Ooh, you gonna write a letter of yeah. a well, I can't write <laughs> complaint to second. Can Cinewell. you please demolish your auditorium and rebuild it and make sure it's another twenty feet deeper? And <laughs> um, we were two row
0: what, second row from the back, back as well. Yeah. We couldn't have been much further
2: back. And in though. the centre. We were in the best seats, the that seats that you could reasonably get. Yeah. I still think if you can't see the entire screen in your field of vision, you have to move your head from left to mm-hmm. right to help follow a panning shot, it's like you've got it wrong. Exactly, and they also like at these screens they give you like a little free bit
0: of popcorn like a little box and a little free water as well, and they sign about but because we're trying to be friendly to the planet, the water is in like a little carton, like a little <laughs> like you'd get um you know like an old like fruit juice carton when you went to school, but full of water, and to me, it's really weird having water in a carton they sign about that freaks me out I don't like
2: it I've been like to screenings where you get water in a can and that. Like, yeah. I'm not complaining, but it's like it is a bit odd, like getting water in a vessel that looks like you're going to get a beer out of it. Well, especially weird when you open a can of drink and it doesn't fizz. Like, mm.
0: I expect a can to fizz. Yeah. That's just how I live my life. Yeah.
1: Did it taste What's your favorite? different as well? It tastes different in it like, does. like It's like Coke tastes different in a glass bottle, right? It like, does. It tastes so good. It does. I mean, Coke always
0: <laughs> tastes good. But, uh,. Yeah, and I can't stand Sparkling Water, so if it turns out it is Sparkling, I'm just, you know, I'm leaving, basically. I'm I'm storming out. Wow. I'm not. I'm not a diva. Uh, (laughs) Got one more thing to talk about before we uh, get on to the endless search, and that is The Ascent, which came out yesterday on Game Pass. Have you had a chance to play it all yet, Emma?
1: I haven't. I've seen gameplay of it, but I haven't tried it myself. Are you looking forward to trying it? Is it your sort of game? Not usually, to be honest, but... I'm interested enough, I want to try it, for sure. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty cool. It's
0: definitely interesting. I think, so me and Matt played maybe an hour and a half, two hours last night. Um, if you don't know what The Ascent is, it is a twin-stick shooter, cyberpunk, Diablo-like game. So it's a, if you know what Diablo is, it's so hard to explain <laughs> these like established things, isn't it? It's a twin-stick shooter that has a lot of gear, you pick up a lot of looting to do, and it also has a lot of rpg elements so it's kind of doing a bit of the cyberpunk thing as well that's where it kind of falls down a little bit but we'll start with the positives which is it's a very beautiful game it's so nice to look at and sounds very good like their sense of place we were saying
2: matt last Mm -hmm. night is very very good for a small studio you know it's published by curve it's a small studio out of where did where did you say sweden sweden yeah um they've created this cyberpunk world that is it's got that very 2000 AD you're in a giant huge mm. uh, like skyscraper that's basically a city within a building um and you can see out like over the railings and just look these huge like plunging vistas that they make which considering it's a isometric game which isn't always the best perspective for understanding like depth and kind of like scale you can really yeah. see how deep this skyscraper goes like above and below where you are. And the level of detail in those shots, be it the things that you're standing in, like those levels, all the stuff that's in the background, there's just so much like filthy, grungy, neon-lit yeah. shit all over the place. <laughs> um, but like you, you were saying, Cody, about the sense of place, it does things like... One of the fast travel systems is that you have to go to like a subway station and you wait for the subway car to come along and then when you get on it, it does like almost like a spider man style thing of where the loading screen is him standing on the subway, but it's your characters stood in the subway um carriage and you can move around still while you're doing it, or if you're in a lift, the lift is the loading screen, but you can move around in it and then you can call like taxes and stuff like that, so it has like a real sense of it's a functioning city. And the way you navigate it feels like the the way that the districts connect together feel like it's a mm-hmm. functioning city within a skyscraper. So it does it's really that Im- good? Yeah,
0: it's a really impressive like cyberpunk setting. It's and I think you know for all its faults, I think Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven that's one thing it nailed for me was that city. I, I mm-hmm. liked being in that city. I thought that also had a great sense of place, and this does too. But it also does have those kind of weird trappings that cyberpunk things kind of fall into, almost that sort of immaturity like everyone's swearing all the time, everyone's kind of like, we had one mission that was just called our first mission was called Balls Deep our <laughs> side the first, mission was called Balls and Deep and the first, the character we've spoken most to in the game was the first character you meet is just called Poon like maybe that means something else to other people it's just dumb, it's just so yeah. dumb <laughs> it's- and I think the character creator is, I was expecting more because you kind of can just make a man or a woman yeah. and they're just look like a human. Basically, I was like, I'm going to make them look stupid, and I made them look like John Cena in Suicide Squad. That's what I'm going I was, you tried who I am playing as. Try to make it look like exactly. John Cena. And now I've picked up gear, I don't look anything like Peacemaker. But I wanted to be a weird alien. I thought you could be an alien. And yeah, I wanted this to all look different because you can play this solo or it's up to four player co op. And. I feel like we're both in the same place with this game. Like we had a fun enough time. I could happily never play it again, mm-hmm. but I could also happily, if you talk, if you yeah, just text me saying should we play some ascent? I'll be like yeah, sure. Let's play a couple hours of the ascent. Yeah, it's it's fun. The
2: combat. I think there's a. It felt like a bit off to begin with, but as we got into it and it started to show us what the combat system actually is, and we ended up doing a lot of fights where you're in the street fighting different gangs, um, mm-hmm. and then you realise yes, it's a twin stick shooter. But you're actually kind of like taking cover is quite important when it starts to get... When the yeah. shit really hits the fan. Um, so you can crouch and then hide behind cover. But then if you hold one of the triggers, you lift your gun up and over the um, cover. So that, I think, is quite cool because it gives a, like a sense of then like, okay, you make use of all of these different bits of kind of architecture that are around. But also lifting the gun does different stuff. Like if there's someone hiding behind cover themselves you lifting your gun as you run up to that cover will shoot over it and down into where they are. Mm-hmm. You can get headshots if you lift the gun just running around normally or if they're smaller enemies you have to not have that trigger depressed, so you can just shoot them at that kind yeah. of chest height. Um, but the feeling of those big fights and then like a big thing about Cyberpunk and I think very much influenced by the Judge Dread stuff is kind of like these gang wars between different blocks within uh, a building and the fact that that impacts the civilians around you. And when you are fighting these people, there are just civilians running and like trying Mm -hmm. to duck for cover. feels quite bad when you accidentally, because it's a twin-stick shooter and aiming is not the most precise thing in the world in them, when you accidentally shoot down the big elephant man that's running for cover.
0: I've I've accidentally killed so many civilians, Mm -hmm. and I'm so sorry. There's not a lot
2: I could do about it. I tried. It's it's quite good for that sense of (laughs) cyberpunk grimness like that just all of these mm-hmm. poor people because there are just gangs yeah. and slaves everywhere that are fighting for their freedom and stuff like that um if you, if you get caught
0: in my fire that's just that's just how i live life i'm mm-hmm. afraid like people if you're in my way you're in my way i'm, yeah. I'm
2: gonna succeed or if you're stopped. in the way of <laughs> the punch because you get a good punch in this that turns people yes. into like melted lava oh, mm-hmm. i've I'm seen to, that
1: yeah you can hit yeah, like multiple people really, at once as well mm-hmm. right
0: yeah. It's really fun, that punch. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how many different sort of upgrades and different, like, skills you can get. Cause that's the weird thing. Like, normally in this sort of game, like a Borderlands or a Diablo that are based around loot, like, you're all picking up different stuff. Whereas we're all getting the exact same yeah. loot every time we pick up, which is a bit bizarre, which means we're kind of not really specking out that differently or anything. So I'm intrigued to see where that goes. I, yeah, I'd play more, but like I said, I'd happily. Not play again. I'm not obsessed with it, but I had enough fun. I think with friends, like because that is one thing. The story hasn't grabbed me at all, and I've heard from people the story is just don't don't worry about the story. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a fun like 15 hours or so to play with friends. You should jump in with us, Emma. Come on.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. We should do that for
0: sure. Yeah, I don't know how. It works if you can just jump in, or you have to go from the start. I don't know how it works. How we'll work up, it wow, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it, like I said, it's on Game Pass, so you, you basically, if you have Game Pass, you can try it for free. No, no harm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give it a loose thumbs up, a semi, a, like a, a semi enjoyable game. Maybe a good seven out of ten. I don't know. I'm only an hour and a half to two hours in, but who knows? Um, what out of ten would you give the Endless Search though?
2: Me. Yeah. Personally. I think you've done it this week. I know. Um today could could be a good 7 or 8. Could, uh, come on, you can give yourself more credit than that. I am
0: not I'm not going to not hype me up too get, much. No. Just, <laughs> exactly.
1: Just enough, yeah.
0: Why don't we find out now?
3: Inside. It's a UK AGN crew. Shit. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, and We got the games going to play for you. Inside for you. the DJ, we coming
0: through. We got the gonna you inside. question for you. search? Emma, you're gonna be playing against me today. Are you, are you scared?
1: A little bit.
0: I, I don't even know what the game. You're is. You're quite
1: good so. at these, right? So
0: I feel like that's sort of that's that's a perception that kind of isn't that true. I, I don't think I actually win that often. I think people maybe think I'm. I don't know. I know obscure stuff, I don't know. Sometimes the obvious stuff is where I fail, and I look like an idiot. So are you going to make me look like an idiot today,
2: Matt? I don't know, but we are going to be playing <laughs> Go On Name Them. The oh, classic. Actually, a one of the one. earliest... Uh... If not the first one, it may yeah. have been the first was it the first? Because this was the, the Cheese and Chive uh, incident, wasn't it? <laughs> from <laughs> yeah, from early on in my IGN career. That was, career. A, that was so, a big event. Emma, are you aware of what Go On Name Them is? Do you know the rules?
1: I think so. Don't you say how many you think you can name? And then like mm-hmm. I would say it and Simon would say, oh, I think I can do more. And then it's there like, I can call you. Yeah, Yeah, but
2: that is exactly it. Off. If you are exactly. a new listener and do not know what Go On Name Them is, is I have a variety of categories here, five of them, um, of which there are a number of entries in that category. We ask who can name the most of them. And then we bet between. And when someone decides that they can't necessarily raise the bet, they can just say, "Go on, name them, and get the other person to commit." Mm-hmm. So here we go. Try I'm th-
0: nervous. I saw firsthand how Emma dispatched Alex two weeks
1: ago. <laughs> I don't know I'm, if I'm. I don't know if I'm on it we'll or okay, <laughs> we'll see.
2: It's, all, see. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Friday afternoon. <laughs> who knows where yeah. my brain's going to be today? It is all the characters I've tried to pick, like. Categories that I don't think there'll be a particular bias to any any person on the on the team today. Okay. We'll so see. we've spoken recently about the Suicide Squad. Oh no! In 2016, David Ayer made a terrible version of the Suicide Squad, oh. in which there were nine members of that team. Jesus! How Christ. many oh of gosh. the 2016 Suicide Squad members can you name?
0: So. I have only seen the first twenty minutes of that film, mm-hmm. so I can never. I never feel comfortable saying it's bad, but the first fifteen to twenty minutes I did watch were bad. Mm-hmm. But thankfully gets worse. They do introduce the characters at that point. They so. do. So, who's bidding first here? Cardi, you can bid first. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, oh, here's where I'm going to mix up names of different people. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. John, I'm going to start with just. Three to start with. Just start with a low okay. three. A three.
1: See, I was going to say three as well.
2: I oh, think we you can go to no, four? That's...
1: I don't think I can... Get... That's the thing. I haven't actually seen the movie. So...
2: So neither of you have... Well, I guess Cardi's yeah. got one little bit off You've you. You've got 20 but... minutes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and some of the names are... Oh, yeah... I a, Luckily, a few to of them are them in the new one so I could Yeah. Are you going to let me go 3?
1: Yeah, go on. Go for it. Yes.
0: Here's where I fail completely. <laughs> okay. Harley Quinn. Yes. Joker. Is he technically part
2: of the No, Genesis? he's not. He's what? not a member of the Suicide Squad. I But he's with them. Um, he's not. Isn't he? I no, don't know. He's not part oh, of the Suicide That's squad. annoying
0: because I had like four more and I've blown <laughs> it on the second one.
2: No, you need uh. to be someone that is part of Amanda Waller's Task Force X.
0: Oh, he could have if he wanted to.
2: But he wasn't. <laughs> he was working on his there own in that film. So,
0: See, that's exactly what I was talking about. Something obvious and I'll embarrass myself. There we go. And there we go. So Emma. i had rip flag, I'd boomerang yeah i had could uh, have had Deadshot, dead Quinn,
2: rick flag yeah. captain boomerang el diablo killer croc enchantress slipknot and katana
0: i never would have remembered el diablo in a million years
2: no <laughs> he's one of the ones that makes it through like quite a lot of that film as well yeah i don't yeah. know yeah. he might have made it entirely to the end there's um one of those gets killed in like the first 10 minutes of the film <gasps> Spoilers mm-hmm.
0: uh, Anyway 1-0 to Emma 1-0 to Emma I feel
1: like Absolutely. I'm cheating I didn't even do anything well, That's
2: the, <laughs> beauty, that's though, the way the game works Exactly. Just bet them out Anyway mm-hmm. Recently uh, A little company known as Valve Announced that they are going to be making The Steam Deck um, <sighs> Valve better known though As a developer and releaser Of video games Oh they are they That's have funny. released 30 video games 30. in their time on the planet. Really? Um, not all of them were made by them. Some of them were made in collaboration with a few of the studios. Yeah. But these are games released by Valve. They are, have to be... These are 30 worldwide released because two of their games were... Well, three maybe okay. have been released in like China or Japan. So not those. And these are individual games because like, there's some like collections that are well right so a collection that's well known that came out (laughs) in a particularly bright colored (laughs) box is not acceptable i need to have the each individual things in there but some games which might have expansions let's say each of the expansion counts to this 30 okay yeah i think i might know what you're hinting at there um But who knows? Okay. So, Emma, would you like to put your first bid in? How many of Valve's 30 games can you (sighs) bring?
1: So, you said, like, expansions count, right? So, like, would sequels count?
2: Yes, sequels count. Yeah. So, we're not just doing franchises. So, for example, there was Valve's first game, was very well known, had a sequel later on. Also had two expansion packs. Okay. Would or all, all of those would count as individuals within this thirty.
1: I'm gonna start off with ten. Okay. I'm gonna say ten. Oh, that was
0: gonna be that was gonna be my opening. Go on, Cardi. Where can we go from here?
1: Could hear him whispering as <laughs> he's counting
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: go eleven. Eleven. Emma.
1: Maybe I could do 12. Maybe.
2: Simon.
0: Is that that an official 12 bid?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Uh,
2: Why not? 13. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Emma Matthews. Previously at PC Gamer. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So a that... <laughs> Putting the pressure on.
1: Oh. Can I do 14? Uh... I will try. Yeah, go on. 14.
2: Oh. Simon Cardi.
1: If there's 30, you could do half, right?
3: <laughs>
2: Surely. <laughs> <Is that you?
0: laughs>
2: Unbelievable pressure there.
0: Uh... I don't know, I feel like thirteen was my That's max. I like had twelve definite, I think, of thirteen. I was like risking one. So I feel like I'm gonna have to let you go for fourteen. I feel like. That's okay. my limit.
3: Alright.
1: The pressure is on. <clears throat> okay, so I'm gonna start off with half life.
2: Yep. Okay, that's wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next. Um Half Life Two. Yep. Half Life Alex. Yep. Counter-Strike. Yep. CSGO. Yep. Or Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Yes, Um, take it.
0: We'll allow it.
1: Portal.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Portal 2. Yep. Left 4 Dead. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Left 4 Dead 2. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Dota.
2: Yeah, well... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Two? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what have we
2: got to get you to? 14. Yeah, what are we up yeah. to? We're 10.
1: Okay. One cool. more. Okay. Uh, do you
0: know what? I think I could have done it. Do you think? Put the pressure on.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. um... Artifact?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is one I had. Who remembers that? <laughs> I <laughs> know,
1: yeah. That was around for, like, five minutes. Um... Counter strike source?
0: Yes. <sighs> I wouldn't have that one. Uh, but two more.
1: I can't remember what I've already said. Have I said Counter Strike one point six?
2: No that's, you well that's counter strike. That's the though. first yeah, yeah mm-hmm. okay, that's oh. the
1: first one. Oh. Um There you go. You have them. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm trying to think I need two more, right? Or three. Mm-hmm
0: two more oh if only if only there was some obvious ones
1: <laughs> i know i feel like i went through <laughs> them too quickly and like i can't remember them now um
0: how long how long we got here
1: yeah like what oh uh is it Dota Underlords?
2: It is Dota Underlords. What? <laughs> what is that? The auto-battler. I'm, I'm
1: scrambling at this point, I'll be honest. Um,
2: One more.
0: Oh, I just don't want you to kick yourself. I don't want that to happen to you.
2: I'm
1: not sure. <laughs> Day of Defeat?
2: Day of Defeat is, is there. that? Oh, my well God. Oh,
1: okay, cool.
0: There we go. <sighs> didn't we- go with either team fortresses
1: did i not say team fortress oh, oh my god those would have been easy as well okay yeah so,
0: would you have counted
2: half life episode two as well i would have yes came oh. out as a, as a separate game it is a separate game in the steam yeah, library fair play I i i would not mm-hmm. i don't know what
0: those last three games you mentioned even were so
2: right so we've got <laughs> in order, in order, year 30 would have been Half-Life, Team Fortress Classic, Half-Life Opposing Force, Ricochet, Counter-Strike, Deathmatch Classic, Half-Life Blue Shift, Day of Defeat, Counter-Strike Condition Zero, Codename Gordon, Counter-Strike Source, Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Deathmatch, Day of Defeat Source, Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Episode 2, Gary's Mod. Gary's oh Mod is Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Portal, Team Fortress 2, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2, Alien Swarm. Portal Two, Counter Strike Global Offensive, Dota Two, Counter Strike Nexon Studio, which used to be called Counter Strike Nexon Zombies, um, the Lab, Artifact, Dota Underlords, and Half Life Alex. We go. Wow. I what's
1: can't next? believe I missed TF Two. Well, That's disgusting. You still disgusting.
0: got it though, so, You know, <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> Look, you're two
2: 0 up. It's all in your hands. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go for broke now. Right. Since it's a, it's an early podcast for Emma, and this was an early podcast trial for me, there are currently that? 11 Walkers oh, flavors geez. on Trust. the market oh, in their gosh. standard Walkers crisp range. How many okay. can you name? Da-da-da... These are just the standard flavours. So, or, like, to, to make it very clear, these are the standard flavours of the Walker's crisps, yeah. which, when you open the bag and you look in, they look like crisps <sighs> that your nan gave you. No squares, no quavers, no crinkle cuts, no baked, no Doritos, <laughs> yeah. none of this.
1: Stripping it back.
2: Mm-hmm. Classic crisps. Uh, yeah. meets a me bid first, isn't it? It okay. is,
0: yes. Six. Six. Just starting off with with a loose six, I want to get the bidding going, you know. Okay, Emma.
1: I think I'm going to have to see your six, you know. I don't know if I can do more than that. I'm really? not a walker's person, well, I'll be honest.
0: Do you know, if I was feeling bold, I'd, I would have gone ten. Wow expert oh, that's how much
2: i know my chris <laughs> go on Cardi then um, I want 6 ready ready salted yes also known che- as legendary ready salted in this current legendary. day legendary there we go <laughs> um cheese and onion cheese and onions what's there. that epic cheese and no, onion glorious cheese and onion <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um
0: oh sexy salt and vinegar Is that what seriously
2: it's called? salt and vinegar <laughs> uh prawn cocktail supreme prawn cocktail
0: now it's kind of a bit of a bit of free choice. I mean where where am I feeling? I, like, I going will point this? out,
2: Cardi, that um yeah. I'll want some evidence that you're not reading this because this isn't in exact order that it's on the uh, Those Walker's are like website. the <laughs> obvious ones. Come on, they're
0: like the four most popular <laughs> crit, like pack bag. <laughs> yeah. I mean prawn cocktail is maybe my favourite, but do you know what I, it would be con- be contested by Worcester Sauce? Tangy Worcester oh. sauce is there. Yeah. Um, it's between. I like the. I like the ones with a bit of edge. So like those yeah. and salt and vinegar. I like those. So I'm right. not huge on cheese and onion and smoky bacon.
2: Sizzling smoky bacon is there. There we go. We Brilliant. Go. I, was, I was. Is beef and onion?
0: Do they still that one? I feel like I haven't no. seen beef and onion in no. ages.
2: So the other ones that you could have had would have been flaming hot, puckering flaming pickled hot. onion, saucy tomato ketchup. Crispy Roast Chicken, or wow, Love It or chicken. Hate It Marmite.
0: Marmite. They oh, don't I've... even do like the barbecue one anymore. And according I'm, to see, the maybe website. Maybe I am out of the... I couldn't have done 10 at all. There wow, we go.
1: I should have just... I should have tried it.
0: <laughs> That's fine. It's 2-1. you still still got the advantage. Mm-hmm. I, I will good, say, like, maybe...
2: Game, this. Maybe the barbecue ones are out there, and the, the website <laughs> is just a bit I don't know. I, I say that. I haven't seen the barbecue ones in
0: a little while. Mm. But you know, different flavor every time you go in a shop these days, I isn't know. it? It's All sorts. Benonymous. I think they had katsu ones recently. Katsu, oh. yeah, katsu yeah. everything these
2: days, mm. isn't it? I'm not complaining. Good, good curry. Yeah, exactly. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next round. One for Cardi. Earlier in this very podcast, we discussed a movie that's based on a ride from Disney. Oh, there have been I wish seven... I seven talked about this now. <laughs> there have been seven movies based on rides in Disney theme parks, including the one that we spoke about earlier that I am now purposely not using the name of. Are we counting multiples in series here? No. So the one okay. that generated a series, you can only is, have yeah, yeah. the name because okay. that is the ride. And it has to be...
0: The ride then became a film it can't be the film is now yeah. a ride because that would be mm. mad yeah yeah because be otherwise you park. could have to be a couldn't you yeah but there's some i'm not sure like really old ones like if it was a ride first
2: mm. um so what i will to it. help you with a clue what i will say is yeah. the most recent of these came out this year the first came out in 1997
1: okay oh okay uh, i think i know that one
0: Hmm.
1: I think I oh, that is one of the ones I do know.
0: Oh, putting Boy. the pressure on is that just a complete bluff? It is. It Emma could be. To bid first, I think.
1: Uh,
0: I'm just trying to p- put my mind around the map of the park. Mm-hmm. What I am I can seeing?
1: Definitely do three. Three, three,
0: three to Emma.
1: Seven, right?
0: Mm hmm. I had three fingers up as well. I was thinking, what is this fourth one?
2: uh mm, mm. uh four four really? bids cardi
1: I don't know if I can do five uh I'm trying to think like I'm trying to see it in like my mind, <laughs> like which movies have I seen <sighs> oh Don't know I don't know all right let's hear your let's hear your four
0: cardi uh, go I'm on interested to hear them.
1: your fourth because I can't think of
0: mine <laughs> i might not I might not have a fourth <laughs> uh okay Mm-mm-mm. well we'll go with jungle cruise yes <laughs> we will go. Does it count ones that are in production? Sorry, did we say that?
2: They no, have no these out? are these are ones okay. that have come out. Yeah, I okay. said the latest uh, came out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Check yeah.
0: I, okay, I was trying to bend the rules, though. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Yes.
1: What a movie as well.
0: <laughs> is that an Eddie Pirates Murphy Car- joint? It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love Pirates. It. Pirates, First of the Pirates is a very. I, I haven't watched it in a long time.
2: So really I am currently. Watching through the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean watching films, watching them all. Why are you mm-hmm. watching them all? No, it's it's just something we're doing. But um, <laughs> some torture we doing. Having because we played um, the parts of the Caribbean um, stuff for um, Sea of Thieves, so it's just like let's get going with it. First one, genuinely very very good. The second one is actually yeah. better than I remember, but quite a step down. What's, Not looking forward to getting to three.
0: What's the name of the um, most recent? Wasn't it like Salazar's? I didn't see that one. Was the one Salazar's with... the most recent one?
2: Yeah, the one with um, Thingy from Skyfall and No Country for Old Men. Javier Bardem.
0: Javier Bardem. That's
2: mm-hmm. it.
0: I'm trying to buy myself as much time possible. <laughs> 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 if I couldn't care less about that film. Uh. Oh. I never saw it. It's it's sprung. It sprung up in my mind. Go on. Tomorrowland.
2: Tomorrowland is yes.
0: Oh. That's technically a whole section. Is that even a ride? As whole it, section. It's, of the it's considered yeah. like
2: because all of the set pieces in it, I think, are based on rides that are from Tomorrowland. I actually have a soft spot for Tomorrowland. I think I the visual style of it is the great.
0: Trailers. Yeah, I thought the trailers always looked quite good. I just mm-hmm. never, yeah, never got around to it. Yeah. What are the other ones?
2: Um, so the other ones are so it starts with Tower of Terror in 1997. Is that the one you knew, Emma?
1: That is the one I Mm -hmm. knew, yeah.
2: Then there was Mission to Mars in 2000.
0: Was that based on Space Mountain, or was that based on... Is there a ride Mission to Mars? I
1: think there is, yeah. mm -hmm, I was very ill after being on that ride.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's then The Country Bears in 2002. They made a
1: movie out of that. Yeah. Wow, there you go.
0: And I never I'm so glad I didn't say five. Yeah.
2: Haunted <laughs> Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean were the same year, two thousand um, and three. Um obviously mm-hmm. Pirates spawned a franchise as they call it. A series as normal people say. Uh <laughs> Tomorrowland, twenty fifteen, and Jungle Cruise twenty twenty one. Um, beautiful i believe we're Last getting around it's a small world as a mm-hmm. as a film. we are
0: that so that was the one i had i knew it was in production mm-hmm. and i hope that's terrifying
1: <laughs> i'm sure it will be <laughs> isn't tower terror in production as well i think there's a new one
2: another one they do like a so. can you call it a remake or would it just be a it's another adaptation of a ride who knows? Yeah, oh. I
1: guess depends on the story. Mm-hmm. The first one's story. It was interesting. The film wasn't amazing, but the story was kinda cool.
2: <laughs> sounds like it's from that era of like Disney live action that's a bit skew if
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, last, last one. Round. Because oh. currently, I believe you're drawing an even, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, it two, two two. Oh. It's a comeback. Okay. It's a comeback. Cadbury Make a sort of chocolate called dairy milk. Fuck me. There are, (laughs) according to the Cadbury website, 18 variations of dairy milk that one can buy. However, as the chocolate connoisseur that I am, I also know there are six currently available in supermarkets that are not listed on the website.
0: I was going to say, I just had one brand
2: new one yesterday Mm that oh my did it. Did it fit the bill for what I was looking so, for? I am looking for as many of the Cadbury as you can name, either from the eighteen that are on the on the Cabri website, and I will allow the other six that I know were in supermarkets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You are, yeah, you are, Mister Cabri. You know these things. I will that point seems out a lot even. That seems a yeah, lot. I will point out up front that we will not be including dark milk on this because dark milk is, is its own chocolate bar. It is okay. not part of the dairy milk brand. Dairy milk. So just okay. so you don't get tripped up. <laughs> Thank you so much for that clarification. <laughs> um let's go with a seven. A seven from Ooh. Mr. Simon Cardi. Yeah,
0: I'm just kind of, in my mind, like mentally sort of like browsing the off-license <laughs> shelf.
2: Like, what can I see? Emma.
1: Maybe I could do eight.
2: Eight from Emma. Nine. Nine. Oh, confident that was quick. Number, Wow. But <laughs> um... I haven't thought of them yet, but I will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They'll come to you. Yeah. Um... Did you say there's 18, but then there's actually more than 18? So there's
2: another six on top that I know yeah. of. And I'm
0: guessing because we all say this anyway, are we counting just dairy milk as one? Dairy that milk can be one. considered okay. one. So that yeah, can there be one. There's a free one, Emma, there mm-hmm. for you if you didn't wow. have that one.
1: Maybe I could do ten.
0: <laughs> Ooh, ten.
1: Can I do Ooh. ten? Ooh. <laughs> Matt's so excited is it a bluff? about it. <laughs> is, it a bluff?
0: is it a bluff from me, though? Or is it... I don't know. <clears throat> oh. Who's bidding? You go, you go in ten. Yeah. Eleven. Say twelve.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know if I can do twelve. I don't know if I've had
0: I don't think twelve you could do different 10, types to be of dairy milk. I, I, I doubt you could do ten. It was a shaky so ten, 12. wasn't it? Yeah. But you could probably do twelve if you really tried. Probably fourteen. Oh maybe a mole. Just say a mole.
1: I don't think I can do it. I'm gonna I'm Why gonna n- call you
0: what did I say 12 I think you said did you said I say 13 I'm not what did I say no I said 11 sorry I said 11 you were going to bid 12
1: that's right you're 11 yeah yeah, yeah go on do 11
2: yeah. okay then Cardi <laughs> <laughs> 11 that, that um, I, I think I can do
0: this okay dairy milk Hmm. fruit and nut yep whole nut yep caramel yep yeah. The new king on the block, the caramilk that I tried. Are we counting that
2: Yeah, caramelk. So I've got a bar of this. I've not eaten it yet. Oh it's do you like caramac? I do like caramac. It's thicker I assumed Caramac. It. Yeah, it's I thought that might be caramac. Um
0: Okay, that's five. Cream egg. What? they, they do the big bars, there. they're in the Dairy bar. cream egg.
2: Yeah. Is that a dairy milk though? Because the cream egg, the chocolate that's in a cream egg is not dairy milk anymore.
0: I'm 100% sure.
2: Cadbury cream egg bar.
0: Yeah, dairy milk cream bar egg. Well, I've got a picture of it. Maybe it's not currently available. Maybe it's an Easter only thing. Let
2: me, I'm just going to have to go to Cadbury's website and a variety of supermarkets.
0: Have I been done in by seasonal bars? Oh my gosh. Like it's a cream egg the, the dairy milk cream egg bar. I've got a shutter stock image of it.
1: I think I've had it actually.
2: Are they current though? That's the thing.
0: Oh, I thought I'm sure I've seen them in shots, but you never know when news agents are selling out of date chocolate, do you? So.
2: It's uh it's not that's, on the that's, website.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs>
2: But I'm going to give it to you if I can get it at. Well, how Tesco. about if I? How
0: about if I've still got others? How about that's like a half? It doesn't count as one, but it's not a fail. I mean, that, that's it, that's
2: this is how it works, <coughs> isn't it? If you fuck it,
0: uh, I dime. Can I have dime bar? Because they have the big bars with the dime pieces, Look, and that's beautiful.
2: I am looking through Tesco, and it's it's not there.
0: Do I need to walk down to my newsagent and buy a dairy milk or cream egg?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, it's it's, uh, it's not on Tesco. People are gonna, you know, people are gonna rise up, mate. You're gonna get so many tweets. Of people saying this is disgusting. I, uh, I don't, don't use like, Twitter
2: anymore, so it's absolutely fine. <laughs> I can't
1: get to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: you can shout I'll, at that account, but nobody's looking. I'll find out where you live. Um, uh, I cannot find it for purchase. I am not going to it. Twenty
0: oh, nine. to be fair, I've got an advert for it from twenty nineteen, so that was a little while ago. To be fair, that was the last time I was probably out buying chocolate. <laughs> <That is> true.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm if so you, heartbroken. That's by
1: really that. sad, actually.
2: If you can do twelve, I'll give it you. Okay. Okay, that's fair. So we were at uh, five, so, weren't we?
0: Yes, we were. Yeah. Without that one. Mm-hmm. Um, then. So dime. Yes, dime. Oreo, Oreo, Dev- yes, um <laughs> oh God, now we're struggling, aren't we um uh, I shouldn't have said I can do that many, <laughs> <laughs> um do they oh, I'm, I'm this is definitely where I'm gonna be, thinking of ones that don't exist anymore, do they still do the Turkish delight one? Not, no. certainly not
2: on my research today.
0: What's that Maybe. in
1: the bar? Because that's its yeah, own they, thing as well, isn't they it? They went
0: through a phase, yeah, of doing, like, putting everything in the big bars. So right. if that's not... It's, I've, I've failed, it's
2: fine. It's fine. Right, well...
0: Mint, like a mint mint one? They did do, like... Oreo Mint, mint
2: one, is the, yeah. the mint one, yeah. So you, the ones you've missed out, you could have had...
0: Crunchy bits, the one with crunchy yes, bits. Yes,
2: crunchy it. bits, yeah. You uh, fucked it to the Milk I've one as anyway. well, right? Was it Milk Milk,
0: yeah, milk could do a dime yeah. one as well. Mm-hmm. Well, they used to do a dime one as well. Yeah,
2: um, your ones you could, look had, now be on you could have had on there. You could have had thirty percent less sugar. That's a wow. current one. <laughs> I'm not <getting>. He <laughs> wants that. Uh, Choco latte, uh, chopped hazelnut, um, medley biscuit and fudge, tiffin, the marvelous creations jelly popping candy. Then there are one, two. Are you two, sure three.
0: they don't do the Turkish delight ones, still?
2: Not that that is on the website. It up now.
0: This is what's going on.
2: Then, in the big taste section of of the dairy milk aisle, is the Oreo Crunch, the Peanut Caramel Crisp, the Toffee Whole Nut, and the Triple Choc. Then I also know there is currently on sale the Orange, the Honeycomb and Nuts Whole Nut, the Nut <laughs> Crumble, No Frowny Brownie, and Fizzing Cherry. Jesus Christ! You can buy the Turkish one on Amazon. Maybe it's not in shops. I don't
0: know. I don't like Turkish light. I think it's not nice oh, it's not go.
1: very tasty still
0: that was no, a, good game. It was a uh, good game can't well, get it at well a tesco done, so i got i got tripped up by the cream egg it's a hollow story victory
1: to be honest when the uh, cream I eggs aren't know. in cadburys exactly
0: anymore. unlike a cream egg which is definitely not hollow um should we answer some feedback why don't we do that Cause we're time really always we do run long these days don't we i, mm-hmm. I hope people don't get annoyed um more, more more is better that's a phrase isn't it more is better um, <laughs> depends on what I've it's got more of if it's more of you exactly.
2: not necessarily
0: careful oh. you'd be nothing without me <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> Christ <laughs> you wouldn't play the ascent I know that much I feel uh, like I'm in the middle right. or something here <laughs> it's fine we'll get this out. look I'll buy you some chocolate one day Matt okay we'll get over this um, any variety you want i've got an email here from daniel bradford who uh, relates to you emma here in quite a strong way i think he said whilst listening to emma on the podcast i couldn't help but relate to her deep fear of whales in the deep blue sea Aww. sadly i however did not realize my fear of the huge blue sea manus until i was 12 years of age and in very unfavorable circumstances daniel I'm let you know now this was a very long email and I do like the way you've told this story but I have cut chunks out because frankly it was very long <laughs> um but I'm, I'm I still enjoyed it I've still kept the core of the story I've done a little edit job on it but I hope you we, we'll all enjoy it the year was two thousand and one a younger me was invited on a holiday with my nana Pat and granddad John to visit Kenya that sounds a treat but I had to Kenya when you were twelve uh I spent the first week First, sorry, the first half of the week enjoying myself and met an Irish lad of a similar age named Dean. We took part in the typical resort activities, ping pong aqua gym. Is that a typical, is that a typical resort activity for a 12 year old? The aqua gym? I <laughs> don't I don't know. I don't know. Um, water polo and the like. Then Granddad John asked me the fated question. Do you both fancy some scuba diving? I looked at Dean and we both knew it was time to venture to the deep blue sea.
1: It's getting scary now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you need to leave the room, Emma, we'll all understand. Um, What followed was an afternoon spent poolside learning from the resort instructor, Therusi, about how to scuba. We tried out the scuba kit and were shown the staples of scuba diving techniques, such as how to check your air supply, how to sign various important phrases whilst underwater and how to clean your goggles. Myself and Dean were then ready to take on the Indian Ocean. The following day, we boarded a small boat and set out with Ferruzzi, our instructor. Myself and Dean prepared our scuba kit and then took our seats on the side of the boat, ready to fall backwards just like I'd seen the pros on TV. (laughs) Go! shouted Ferruzzi, and me and Dean dived backwards into her blue, watery embrace. Wasn't that that a lovely image (laughs) conjured up? Um, Myself and Dean were then led downwards by our accompanying instructor. It was at this point when I looked around at the sheer blue expanse of nothingness I realised diving may not have been for me. That is something you maybe should have thought about, uh, Daniel, you should really should have thought about that. But you were 12. Uh, not to appear like a chicken, I followed Dean and Ferruzzi as we delved deep. After what seemed like an eternity, we reached the seabed. I attempted to maintain a level of calmness, of calmness even, until whilst floating away I heard the longest deepest moaning sound coming from
2: in front of me just just for a second like, <laughs> did you cut out a section where he's like got lost and he's now floating away there was a bit where there was a, a sea
0: creature that he met that had teeth or something I don't think it was oh core to the true oh, story no. I don't um, like fish with teeth it's yeah it's a horrible I think it was bite. an eel maybe an eel with teeth um, oh. but I've cut out for, for the sake of brevity um <laughs> where were we oh we heard a long deep moaning sound coming in from in front of him i'd watched attenborough and i knew the sound of a whale when i heard one i looked around but visibility was hampered to what i would guess was about 12 feet with nothing but the seabed and blue that must be quite scary emma imagine that you can only you can hear a whale but only see 12 feet in front of you oh, imagine that
1: no i don't want to have to imagine that it feels so bad for daniel <laughs>
0: I looked to Dean and Ferruzzi, who hadn't seemed to have noticed the moan. They had been enjoying some passing colourful fish. Mm-hmm. What a lovely time. Uh, then what happened was what I can only describe as a panic attack. I started to quiver as the moaning continued. This, this sounds like a different story now. Um, yeah, um, don't know, don't know where this is going. Uh, so I started to quiver as the moaning continued. Just let that sink in. Starting to appear visibly distressed, my instructor had noticed my erratic underwater demeanour. He attempted to communicate with me using hand signs. All of the previous day's lessons drained from my mind. Whale, I tried to sign. Big fucking whale coming our way. How do you sign that? I don't know. (laughs) My instructor looked at me perplexed as I did my best at underwater charades. My panic attack continued and visions filled my head of being flattened on the sea highway by Moby Dick and his pals. I, like Emma, was paralysed by sheer fear at the thought of a gargantuan whale approaching. In my frantic actions, I knocked my goggles upwards from my forehead, closed my eyes as tightly as I could, expecting the salty sea sting you're used to from British seawater. I do not know what happened next. (laughs) All I remember was being pulled slowly upwards to the surface by Dean and Ferruzzi. When I reached the surface, I saw our tour boat approaching. The deep moaning was strangely louder now and more clear. What's going on on the oh, boat? No. <laughs> um, as the boat approached, I realised the sound was the boat's motor and propeller moving around above us as we had been scuba diving. Unbelievable, Daniel, that's unbelievable. Grandad John laughed at me when Fruitsi explained what had happened. Want to go back in, he asked. I looked to the sea. We now had an understanding. No, I replied. There had been no whale. I never want to meet a whale. I hate that room in the Natural History Museum in London with that huge whale. (laughs) I don't enjoy any underwater element to a game. Subnautica VR is my kind of hell. Respect the goddamn sea and its beautiful creatures. And that's from Daniel. It's a good lesson for us all. Don't mistake moaning for a blue whale.
1: That was a haunting story though.
0: You do actually look quite drained, Emma. Are you okay?
1: Yeah. I do look a bit pale, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit, like, okay. clammy. Just thinking
0: about it. No, whales, not clams. There's no clams uh. uh, That's it. <laughs> good. good joke, that. Uh, Matt, that was when a good you, story. When you te- it was a good story because everyone in the end was safe and... It was only about a twelve-year-old having a panic attack in the ocean, so everyone was fine. <laughs> it
1: was, Still horrible, uh, but
2: yeah, a good very, ending. Very, yeah, I wouldn't want that. Uh, yeah. Matt, have you got a story for us? There, there is. I didn't realise you'd given me a almost. As well, long I think story. last
0: week we, me, you, and Matt, uh, me, you, and Joe, even asked people for uh, possession stories.
2: Oh, we I don't did. Think we've
0: got, I don't think we've quite got one of those. though, unfortunately. Okay. unfortunately.
2: So this is from Ricky McNamara. I have a feeling that like I've read Ricky's stuff out before, like the McNamara stuff, because it just reminds me of the guy that made um, L.A. Noir, his, his last name was McNamara, wasn't it? Anyway. Long time mm-hmm. listener, second time writer. Didn't see that one coming, did you? I've got a sort of scary story to tell. It's not possession based, which is what you asked for, so I do apologize for that. However, I find it funny because it scared the absolute shite out of my dad. My dad is a man who has a tough shell, but Christ does he hate horror movies, games, TV shows, you name it. If it's somewhat spooky, he doesn't want to know. When I was younger, about ten, I think, me and my brothers had just been put to bed, and my mum went out with her friends for the evening, and it was just my dad at home with us. I didn't know this until the next day, as I was asleep. But at this point, I didn't know because I was asleep at this point. But what I heard him telling my mum the next day was both quite spooky and hilarious. Shortly after my mum left the house, my dad heard running from one bedroom to another across the landing upstairs, back and forward. He assumed it was me and my brother pissing around like the little shits we were. He shouted up a few times to tell us to get to bed. He said the running would stop about 10 minutes and then start again. Ooh. Me, the oldest, and my middle brother shared a room whilst my youngest had his own. Not sure why it was that way around. Pissed me <laughs> off a bit if I'm honest. That would piss me off, actually. Mm. Anyways, he'd eventually had enough. he eventually had enough and came upstairs to give us a telling off. When he got upstairs, he looked in my youngest brother's room and saw he was fast asleep. He then proceeded to my room and we were also fast asleep. We're very heavy sleepers, so he even shook us about a bit to make sure he was asleep. He was confused as he had heard the running only five minutes beforehand. He then went downstairs and carried on watching EastEnders or some shit on telly. He then heard the running again, followed by a hefty bang. At this point, he told my mum he was absolutely terrified and debated fucking off and leaving us in the house. But no, oh. like the tough nut he like the tough nut he is, he checked upstairs, and yet we were both still fast asleep. He walked onto the landing and felt a cold breeze. He looked up and saw that the loft hatch was ever so slightly open. At this point, he absolutely shit himself. <laughs> Tap, tap the hatch to close it, and went downstairs and heard nothing after. Apparently he didn't sleep for a week and nothing like that ever happened again. Funny? Terrifying? <laughs> I think both, but that's my dad's run-in with the kid from the grudge as he described it. As for car campaigns... <laughs> change, <laughs> change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> Gen- <laughs> Complete change of pace. Because we also asked if anyone, anyone can tell us a car game of a good story. Mm-hmm. As Please for car do. campaigns, F1 2021 just released and they've added a story mode, which I've got to say is quite good and slightly pulls on the heartstrings. That's all. Keep up the good work. Love the podcast. Love to you all. As Joe would say, fuck the sky and respect the goddamn sea. I think Joe would say that if he was with us today. Yeah. I think he's Didn't not he gone. I, think he I mean, he will be back. Yeah, he will be. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I mean, I can't comment on F1 2021. I haven't played it. I'm not interested in F1 at all. May have a good story. I struggle to believe it pulls on the heartstrings, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, F1's got like, like the yeah. epic highs and lows of Formula One. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've seen the film Senna, that will pull on the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe, I don't want to play the game of Senna. Maybe um,
2: Codemasters have got it good.
0: Yeah. I think there was some confusion here. I do think there are some good single-player driving games with good campaigns, like the original Need for Speed Most Wanted, I absolutely love. But I wouldn't say it's a good story. You know, it's an enjoyable campaign. The and story itself. It. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we've got another another email here about that, Emma.
1: We do. Daniel Meech says, just heard the latest episode where you claim there's never been a car game with a good story. I'm <laughs> shocked and disgusted and my day has been ruined. I'm sorry, Daniel. Oh, I'm sorry Daniel. about that. <laughs> Look what you've done. <laughs> uh, clearly, uh, you've forgotten about the greatest car game of all time. And he's not joking
2: Burnout, Driver revenge?
1: San Francisco <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair Driver Fran- San Francisco is an absolute fucking banger <laughs> he is right I forgot I, about it but it's genuinely very good I always liked the concept of it
0: I wasn't totally convinced of how it actually turned out I but think it's a cracker there you go you're allowed that um, what else does Dan- is, that, is that all Daniel had to say
1: there's a little bit more um, oh let's go It was a driving game with an awesome single-player campaign. The premise was that you were a cop that somehow had the power to take over random drivers on the speedway. Use this power to solve crimes and infiltrate the city's largest gang. It sounds Mm -hmm. dumb typing it out now, but it was genuinely a really well-written and compelling story. Daniel says, honestly, I would put that campaign up there with Spec Ops The Line and Titanfall 2. As okay, we're the-
0: going a bit too far <laughs> now.
3: <Titanfall
1: 12>. <laughs> 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 okay, as one of the most unexpectedly, eh, unexpectedly good campaigns. Anyways, that's all I wanted to say. Always remember to respect the sea. Thank oh, you, oh, well Daniel.
2: Done. Um, in regards to the somehow I to powers, just yeah, to point out, yeah. the reason why Tanner can go and take over on Drivers is because he's in a coma and it gives him the special powers. You know, it makes
0: sense. Do you know what? I'm, I'm not against Driver San Francisco as, as a nomination. I think I will say that's the closest we've got to a good answer to my question. I will say. Currently, Driver San Francisco is is running, running, is winning the race for best
2: single player story in a driving game. Is, if you, do you not like the story because you think it's just nonsense? Mainly I can't remember it too well. Yeah, <sighs> Do you, how yeah. about one of the other driver games then, like Parallel Lines, a 1970s cop I, I never play Parallel Lines. I play Driver 1. Have mm-hmm. um, you tried playing
0: Driver 1 in the last 15 years? Uh, no. It's not easy fr- to do.
2: My friend has played a lot. So Jeremy Peel, friend of mine, mm-hmm. a big, big tame journalist, has been writing a lot <laughs> about a driver recently. He's doing some DNA kind of examinations for PC Gamer, I believe. Um, but yeah, he um, says that Driver 1 is very difficult at this point, as is apparently okay. Driver 3. But um, parallel lines are, apparently stands up fairly well.
0: well. Maybe I need to revisit Driver San Francisco.
2: Maybe. This does bring up a question though, Cardi. Yeah, Because the driver games aren't racing games. They are games yeah, that I use know you cars as... They're obviously the precursors to the driving missions in things like GTA and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and obviously Watchdogs because Driver literally became Watchdogs. Yeah, because you had things like the Getaway, which is a drive, like essentially well, kind of a driving. No, game, the Getaway, but... you the Getaway hat. It was a GTA knockoff, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like you get out and you shoot, but, but the Driver driving. Yeah, the there was obviously Driver Two and Driver Three where you could get out the car and they tried to be a bit more yes. GTA, but the other games are much more about using the car as you are the car, effectively. Yeah, I think last week I was a bit stricter about it, a racing game. Mm-hmm. But
0: Gonna open it up. maybe I need to broaden it out to car games because then we can accept things like this. And maybe... I don't know. I just had one in mind that would be a good shout for it and it's completely gone out of my head, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, do you know what? <laughs> I have a real soft spot for the PS1 and PC game of... The Italian Job. I knew you could going the... say that. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason that's a good story is because I really like the original, like, 60s Italian Job film. Mm-hmm. And it is just that. And you've got such great missions as Big William's Ride, which is, is a fantastic the... mission. Is that
2: the one with the bus?
0: Yeah. yeah, and you can't. it will blow up if you hit too many things. It's kind of like speed, basically, <laughs> is what they did. Um,
2: yeah, oh, the Turin to... mission is so difficult in that and game. You have, like...
0: Yeah, you have the bad like Michael Caine impersonation uh like the weir when you get to <laughs> it's um yeah. I'd play that. Maybe that's my my do, my to do list for the weekend, the Italian job game and driver San Francisco. That is my weekend. Sounds anyway, like a good yeah. weekend. Keep those exactly. Keep those suggestions coming into IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com. Once again this has been a pleasure. Hasn't it just been a pleasure? What haven't we talked about this week? That's the question. Um, we do need some music. What should we have? Uh, I mean, we didn't mention the ascent. Does have some absolutely banging music? That's one of the best things about that game. Uh, I, I don't know. Chuck some what, of that in. Feel chuck some it. of that in. If not, oh, oh, the music from the Artful Escape. But the trailer, it's all a bit muddied. So I don't know. Let's go with something from the Ascent. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone. See you again. See ya. Bye.